<laughs> hello, everybody. Um, All right. Hello, podcast listeners. Um, there's actually a cat fight going on on my bed. Okay. And they, in the process of fighting, have just covered my bed in their black hair. Yeah. What did you learn from Dad having a black cat, Jess? Black hair gets everywhere. <laughs> That's what we learned in school. Black <laughs> hair gets everywhere. Don't buy a black cat. Actually, what's worse, to have your outfit covered in black hair or to have your outfit covered in white hair? It depends mm. what colour the white, outfit is. I think white is worse. We'll I just, think... White is worse because I, I guess I predominantly wear darker colours. You wear um, loads of white. You're often wearing all white. Do you know what? That is completely true and I don't know why I said that. You're thinking of the old Millie. This is Gandalf the White. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am Camilla the White. You used to be Camilla the Grey. <laughs> you used to be Camilla the Plaid. And now you're Camilla the White and you come back to us now at the turning of the tide. The turning of the tide. You could yeah. be on a um you could be on a, a tampon advert, just like riding a horse, wearing your white jeans. Covered in blood. <laughs> Covered, Covered in, in blood. blood. <laughs> <laughs> that's where my brain was going with it. Also, like that's the brand of tampons that you'd go for. Just like, hey, where are tampons? They don't work, you'll be covered in blood. Um so bit of context to this phone call happening now. Uh, in okay. the last recording we did together, there were some technical difficulties, namely on Millie's end. Um, not naming any names, but... Um, <laughs> 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 not pointing the finger at Millie, or not pointing the finger at anyone, or naming any names, but Millie's phone kept cutting out. Uh, so we're picking things up again. It's Monday morning... And I don't know about you two, but I'm currently lying in bed. Wow, Jess, why don't you just pour an entire kilogram of salt into my wounds? Into your womb? Wound. wound. You know, rubbing salt in the wound? Right. So obviously, I'm not lying in bed, am I? Okay. Do you want to expand on that? <laughs> I don't think I need to. I have a child. I'm, I'm up. This is basically lunchtime. We went out for a walk yesterday and... and um, it got to like half past 11 and I was so hungry for lunch that I just ate a tuna sandwich and I thought, wow, suddenly it makes sense. Like all those people that used to go into the char cafe and order like a jacket potato with tuna at 11am. It's because they've been up since four. So for them, it's lunchtime. <laughs> and I used to think they were insane. Do you know what? I used to... Um... Some of you may know, or, I mean, you two both know, but some of you listening Some know. of you may know. <laughs> In fact, literally no one will know, bar about six people that worked with me there. Right. Um, <laughs> some of you may or may not know that I used to work at Topshop in Watford, and opposite the, the Topshop was a cafe place I'd called like potato, jacket potato, baked potato, potato uh, land... Do you oh, remember that place? No. No, I don't either. Are you talking like the upstairs or the downstairs? The, the downstairs bit. So so in, in the shopping centre in Watford, yeah, it was it was opposite the top oh, shop. I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was fucking great. I don't know where they sourced their potatoes from, but they were the size of like a rugby ball. Wow. Nice. And then you could just go up to the counter. Like I think all they did was jacket potatoes. 
And so it's just like, do you want it with cheese or beans? And I think you could sort of select a few different toppings to go with them. Um, it's a kind of tray situation. And then you just go and sit on the table and eat it and leave. You know, you go up to the counter and get it all. Like, yeah, why is that not ki- taken <laughs> off in London? People are obsessed with burgers and Nando's. I would go to a jacket potato place. So would I. And you've got a loyalty card. So if you get like, you get your fifth one or something for free. And also it's like, it's safer because it's, it's already like, no one's allergic to potatoes. I mean, obviously probably some people are, but it's vegan, it's vegetarian, it's gluten free, Mm. it's dairy free. It's like, it's all the freeze. Yeah, that's true actually. Yeah. And it's just what you put with it. Yeah. And that's up to you. Yeah. And that's, and that's on you, you know, um, what I would say, though, is that it would just knock me out afterwards. It's such mm. a huge meal. When we're talking yeah. about ones the size of footballs. Mm. Um, and it's led me to remember the Brian Harvey story of him overdosing <laughs> on two jacket potatoes with tuna and baked beans. <laughs> and then resulting in him, um, I don't know, like losing consciousness and running over himself. Puking out the door of his car and he leant out and revert, pressed reverse and fell out of the car and rolled over his oh. own legs yeah see i thought it, i thought it was that he dropped one of them out the window and he, <laughs> he was trying to pick one up he was trying to pick up a potato why the fuck are you eating a tuna jacket potato in a car <laughs> whilst driving and secondly why no one ever finishes a jacket potato with tuna or without and thinks oh bloody hell i'm gonna need another one of them like why is he eating two i thought it was that he overdosed on two and then got really ill and was puking out of the car Oh, but or or like lost, lost consciousness because I would do that in Topshop after lunch. I'd lose oxygen, like because it was all going to my stomach, (laughs) and I'd get all lightheaded. You'd lose oxygen because it was all going to your stomach. I'd like because it was processing. I'd like to ask any doctors listening to this podcast to get get in touch with any science to back that up. Or (laughs) if you think about like pouring in that amount of food, it's like it's processing like another i don't know a kilo of stuff like new th- stuff that's suddenly entered the body and the body's like fighting it essentially it's like guys we've got to get rid of this as soon as possible like break it down guys we've got to get rid of this as soon as possible i don't think when you eat i don't think it becomes a fight between your body and the food <laughs> and i think <laughs> story you've created for for the drama that's going on inside the human body i don't know how how like rooted in in biological fact that is i'll just throw that out okay there. well why then tell me why not all the time but tell me why there are times when you eat and you feel that you're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> times when I've eaten too much and it's it's game over well I mean not literally you're not dead but like the body's definitely going into shock mode because you've, you've overdosed on food going into shock. <laughs> <laughs> it is because it shuts down all your faculties you can't do anything I think <laughs> to be fair like this isn't that preposterous like I do go in like you know when you go into a fucking coma after you have like quite a hefty feed is yeah. that is that what you mean not like yeah. i'm going to die my body's shutting down like i'm losing control of my bowels i'm like 
<laughs> Are we having more technical difficulties? Yeah. Fuck's sake. Should we just carry on rolling, Jess, or what? Um, what I would say, as a disclaimer, while she's faffing around, is that I think that um, boasting about eating loads of food and feeling sick is a really, really shit quality that I think is actually obscene when you think about the amount of people that can't afford uh, food and people that are starving. So I do want to say that that's not something that I have a habit of doing. Again, I've got, oh, I've got a kaima. And I also don't have don't have a habit of eating so much that I'm going to die. I'm just being honest and saying there are moments in my life when it has happened. <laughs> That's it. That's I think it. it's really, really important okay. to say that so that people don't get offended by um, our conversation. Well, I think I'm saying it for myself because I'm offended when people talk about, like, essentially gluttony. I don't think it's a good thing to talk to, like, boast about. the The culture of just sort of eating all the time and you know, like kind of disposable food. <laughs> disposable food. You know what I mean? Like animals being killed for just a cheap snack. I know, Jess, but you're not eating foie gras, okay? You're talking about eating a, eating a potato <laughs> and it being too much for you to handle. I think it's fine. Oh, God. Yes, I do know what you mean, but you need to shut up about it. We all know. <laughs> it's just disposable food where you just you take a bite of it and you just throw the whole potato away after having one bite. Uh, uh, um, anyway, Millie... Uh, I've got it on authority, seeing as we arranged to have this phone call and you text me saying I'm still in bed. So I've got it on good authority that you might still be in bed too? I am. Yeah, I'm sitting in bed. I've got you on my little like weird hospital kind of tray thing that I invested in. Yeah, I just had such a weird night. Like I woke up really early and then was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to be set. Alarm doesn't go off for ages. Um, and then, lo and behold, I slept through it. Um, so that wasn't ideal. And I, I quickly, I hastily made myself a cup of tea, a piece of toast, came in here, called you. Um, and for some reason, my butter's gone rancid. Who is it who's obsessed with rancid butter? Mum. It was mum. What was it? I thought it was Jess. Yeah. No, it's because no, it mum, was mum always saying like, "Oh, don't leave it out; it'll go rancid." And it's like it's actual butter; it needs to be left out. Mm. Well, it doesn't need to be. Mm. It's just it's <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, that's a shame. But yeah, so that's a it's a very boring thing. But it's also a shame that I invested in like a pretty bumper country life spreadable tub. Ooh. Um, and I'm not very far into it, so I don't really know what's going on. What you left? Hold on. If it's a spreadable tub, why did you leave it out? I didn't leave it out, so I don't know why it's gone rancid, but she used to get angry about real butter. Right, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm, I think a little uh, message to to the company to let them know. You should do that because we wrote to um, Sunpat to say, why the hell have you stopped putting your peanut butter in glass jars? Why is it now in plastic ones? Because I used to have an allegiance to um, Sunpat because it's like one of the only peanut butters that tastes decent that's in a glass jar, and now they're in bloody plastic. And um, they wrote back to us and said, uh, loads of the supermarkets won't accept the glass jars, which I don't understand. Really? Yeah. 
Um, I don't understand, but they gave me some vouchers and I've decided to turn a blind eye um, towards the old plastic <laughs> thing and I'm, I'm just lapping up um, loads of sunpat now. So, yeah, I've, yeah. I've made my point. <laughs> um, I would say that they've been using plastic. I mean, there's, they're nearly always plastic where I, when I bought them. Okay, so you're talking about the little jars. When you get the mm. big, like, family-sized jar which is the one that I right. always get because it's glass, but now it's not. Right. Okay. Okay. What's a goblin then? I was just going to say that I took a little trip. I left London and uh, went to Bath for the day. And on the train, on the way there, I went through Reading, Didcot and Swindon. <laughs> and all I thought of was the office. Of course. <laughs> Winnersh, Winnersh is my favourite. My favourite one. What? What? Yeah. What, what are all of them then? Aldershot, Bracknell, Bracknell, uh, Didcot, Yateley, Winnersh. Uh, is there another one? No, uh, isn't Winnersh the last one that he says? Yeah, Winnersh is the last. Because he carries on talking and then it goes back in Winnersh. Who <laughs> remembers yet Winnersh? Oh. Reading. I don't know if he actually says Reading, does he? But he's from Reading, so goes without uh, saying. Um, no, that's that's it. Just wanted to share that with any um, <clears throat> any fans of of the office, any office sites. Yeah, think think a few fans are out there. Just a few. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, shall I leave you with a film quote? Yeah. Go on. Then have you got one lined up? I have actually. Yeah. Okay. Go on. I think you're going to get it. Burfield. Burfield. Are you looking it up, Jess? <laughs> he went home to get it. <laughs> are, you, are you reading these off the... What, am I what? <laughs> okay, so the quote is... Oh, that's nice. Ash on my tomatoes. Oh, come on. Will you give me another one after this? Yeah, okay. All right, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, where the top. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Three team points. Uh, quote by Samwise Gamgee. Oh, no, actually, Pippin, is it? I actually don't know. No, it's not. It's Merry. Is it? It's Merry, actually. Oh. Is it? Pippin's got a Scottish accent, isn't he? Oh, oh, that's nice. No, it is Pippin. Well, that's nice. Ash my tomatoes. Oh, is it Scotch? Put it out, you fools. They are fools. I don't know if it's that or is it... Well, that's nice. Ash and my tomatoes. I don't know. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I think it is Pippin. Nice crispy bacon. It is amazing how many regional accents can fit into a relatively small place like the Shire, isn't it? It's insane. Don't focus on it because it will ruin everything. Yeah. Go on, then. Um, is there another one? Uh, there should be. Let me think. Uh, I've got to just uh, sift through the old noggin. Um, okay, okay, I've got one. All right, go on. Yes, it's a very distinctive smell. It's the smell of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like that one. Practical magic. Practical magic. Said by... Aunt... Joan? Jet. I actually don't know. It's not Jet. Oh, Francis, that's it. Played by Rizzo from Greece, a.k.a. Stockard Channing. Is that her name? I bloody love that film. Yeah. Oh. 
stylistically, like the aesthetics of that film are just everything. <sighs> I want to live in that house. You could. You're a witch. The film is amazing. I love everyone in it. And it's the fucking best soundtrack. Yeah, it is. Practical Magic, 1998. I recommend anyone to watch it. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. I will curse anyone who doesn't watch it. It's so nice. And I'm actually, as we're talking about it, I'm looking at my two black kittens. Yeah. Who are making me think that perhaps, perhaps the outside world, I look like a witch. Because if people are looking into my room, just seeing two black cats. And like a, ca- a cauldron burning and you burning lots of dried garlands of fresh herbs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have to go, guys, so I will just say quickly that, Millie, you owe me £800, and um, (laughs) I appreciate swift payment. Um, (laughs) I love you both. (laughs) I'll get on that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. I love you both. Love you both. <laughs>